What is happening? This is part two of the Road Stories Full Charge Power Hour crossover. We did for All Things Comedy. All Things Comedy is the network that uh, both uh, Matt Fulcheron's podcast and my podcast are on, along with so many more. The Monday Morning Podcast with Bill Burr, uh, Your Mom's House, um, Comedy Film Nerds, the Dork Forest. I don't know why I'm blanking on all this. Um, I wasn't expecting to do an intro on this one. Anyway, so uh, this is the second half. If you li- if you haven't listened to the first half, go back and listen to the first half um, because there's going to be a lot of callbacks you won't uh, know, you won't recognize. Um, or real quick, I tell an, a, a story on here that uh, on this half uh, on the full charge power hour because the first half was the, was the road stories half, and then the second half is the full charge power hour. So this next hour will be more uh, power hour than road stories. It's a beautiful disaster, and I love it. Uh, Matt Fulcheron and I have become really good friends over the last few years. Patrick Keene also. Um, as a matter of fact, when I headlined uh, the improv the other night, which we'll talk about a little bit on this uh, episode, uh, I had full charge, and uh, Patrick Keene opened the show along with... Uh, Joe Sib, it was awesome, uh, and also joining uh, is Craig Coleman, who's a regular on the Full Charge Power Hour. Anyway, I tell an old story that I've told a thousand times on Road Stories, so forgive me. It's about when Hardwick and I got really drunk and I got into a fight and blah blah blah. You guys knew it, and uh, I thought and the re- Hardwick was just on my brain because I was listening to his episode of Paul Martin's uh, Mental Illness Happy Hour. By the way, did I say Paul Martin? Paul Gil Martin, sorry. Paul Gilmartin's Mental Illness Happy Hour is one of my favorite, favorite podcasts. I am a terrible friend because I just started listening to it and I play poker with the guy um, and I've had him on the show several times. Uh, and oh, if you have not listened to Paul Gilmartin's Mental Illness Happy Hour, I highly recommend it. Anyway, I was just listening to Hardwick's episode and he was talking about his drinking days and that's why I guess it was on my brain and I talk about how bad Chris Hardwick looked when he was drinking. And I didn't talk about how bad I looked when we were drinking. So uh, back in my drinking days, full disclosure, I looked awful. Um, just probably get, weighed about 20 pounds more. I was puffy. This is how bad I looked. My cousin sent me a picture, texted me a picture of me back in those heavy drinking days um, from our family reunion and said, throwback Thursday, question mark. Do you mind if I post this? Nobody ever asks you if you mind if you they post something on Facebook unless you look like shit. So uh, I said, no, I would kindly not uh, like you to do that. So just when I tell that story and I talk about how bad Hardwick looked, I look just as bad. And uh, I just want to go ahead and preface that. While I got your ear, and we'll get uh, into this in just a second, um, like us on the Facebook page. Uh, there's a... There's, there's the Road Stories podcast, which is mine, and then there's a, a, a guy started a Road Stories community, I guess, and I, I looked him up, and uh, he he wasn't doing anything to kind of usurp me or, or undercut my my show or anything. As a matter of fact, he, when he started his, my show came up, and he was surprised that Facebook let him name the show. I talked to him. I'm not going to raise anything about it. You know what it is? He's, I think he's an old club manager, and just him and his friends use it to... Uh, you know, just tell old stories and relive the glory days. So um, until it, you know, encroaches on what I'm doing, I I don't care. But like the Road Stories podcast, uh, that's us. Like us on the Facebook page. And then uh, if you haven't subscribed on iTunes, even if you don't listen to it on iTunes, I just found this out. I've been reading up on a lot of iTunes. Even if you don't listen to it on iTunes, head over to iTunes. Maybe you're going to buy... 
Maybe you're going to buy the War on Drugs album uh, or, or the Beck album that won Grammy of the Year. Uh, just flip over to podcast, type in Road Stories Podcast, two words, subscribe, and never go back to iTunes again. I don't care. But it's, uh, it, does, um, it does really, really well uh, for the show if you subscribe on iTunes. And while you're there subscribing, take a minute and write a review. I really appreciate the reviews that have gone up. Um, I look at the amount of reviews I have on my podcast, and I look at the amount of listeners I have. I don't, e- I, I don't even know what percentage, 0.007, I'm going to say, percent of my listeners have done uh, uh, um, a review. So uh, write us a review. Give us five stars. It really does help the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, and then the last pitch is, uh, there's a donate button on the roadstories.tv. By the way, roadstories.tv, redone. It looks great. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Go on there. You, I've, it has archives. If you want to go back and perhaps listen to me tell that story about me and Hardwood getting drunk and me getting into a fight, you know, for the ninth time, you can find that uh, in the archives. So uh, go to roadstories.tv. You can listen to them all there. Uh, donate button. Uh, it, I'm not doing anything but uh, using that money for the podcast, whether it be equipment. Uh, it's mostly food and drinks for the uh, for the guests who take time out of their day to drive uh, to the west side, to which they usually open uh, the Road Stories podcast first five minutes bitching about the drive. And I don't blame them. So that's it. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review, uh, donate uh, if, you, if you feel so inclined. And uh, also we have Road Stories t-shirts at uh, Estoy Merchandising and at murrayvaleriano.com forward slash shop. Uh, having said that, uh, guys, I thank you so much for listening. Even if you don't do any of the things I just uh, asked you guys to do, the most important thing that I ask that you guys do is listen. That's all. That's really all I care about. All the other stuff is, is something I'm supposed to do and I'm supposed to hustle and I'm supposed to push it and I'm supposed to be a salesman on the show. And you know what? I push and I'm a salesman for myself every day. And, uh, I just kind of do this for me. And I love that people, uh, are out there listening to it. And I thank everybody from the beginning who's been with me since day one to guys who just jumped on board over this last, uh, couple of months. I appreciate it. Um, that is it. This is the second part of the road stories slash full charge power hour mashup part of all things comedy more Full Charge Power Hour than Road Stories, but it's still fun. It's still fun. Thank you, guys. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns. And these fights, cancel flights, running with the runs. And blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette. Drunks in the front, making out for your set. And middle acts doing blow more, missing merch. And drive the rental car past another mega church. And juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. This is a fun one. Listen to part one. Before you listen to this, Road Stories with Murray Valeriano. Peace out, yo. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going home. Welcome to the Full Charge Power Hour uh, special bonus episode. This is part two of Road Stories with Murray Valeriano. Yeah. The road Murray, story. Murray, Murray has done it again. Yes, yes. Craig, you're not going to be on this one? You quitting? <laughs> you quitting right now? Do you have to go? You don't have to go, do you? Um, no, 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 no.
We, Pat Keen and I have three hours to kill because we're going to an Oscar party and it doesn't start for a while. I forget what we were talking about, though. Just now? Yeah, we were talking about... You God talking shit it. about somebody. Yeah, I had something to say. Drinking? Let's talk yeah, more about Craig Coleman's drug days. I had fun. I enjoyed Craig, that. Craig, well, Craig is a... He grew up and you, you were in theater, right? You majored... Not majored in it, but studied it in school and were in plays and shit? <laughs> no. no. I, I was in plays and stuff. It no. was mainly... It's one of those where you're the stoner and it's like, oh, fuck, I don't want to take a language. And they're like, well, if you take theater... Uh, you don't have to take a language, and I'm like, wow. theater you'll, it is. You'll be speaking gay from here on out. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, that was, and so then you you learn. I enjoyed that joke more than more than it got. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I enjoyed that great. joke well, more than it got. I'm just telling you that I'm I'm on. It I'm was going good. on record. I enjoyed that. Uh, I think the audience joke. is going to be happier if they know this is not the start of a podcast, but the end of another. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's, you know, because drama class is always filled with cute girls. True. And closeted dudes, so. Yeah, nice. I scored heavily in that world. With the closeted dudes? Yeah. Uh, Speaking of, that's why why I get asked to do podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of closeted dudes, I was in uh, a play in high school, uh, (laughs) and it was Pillow Talk. The fucking Rock Hudson yeah, yeah, yeah. movie. Oh, my God. So I'm like Rock Hudson, right? And I didn't even understand the plot That's of it. Crazy. That's how old it was. It was about like a party line and people getting confused and oh, mixed really? up on okay. a party line. I had no idea what the party line is. Yeah. Apparently, back in the day, like a whole building in New York City, like a whole apartment building, yeah. would share a fucking phone line. Oh, really? And so I, if you picked up the phone, and if anyone else people, in the yeah. apartment was on it, you could hear them. That happened, still happened in Alaska when I was young. You and, just pick up the phone? And that turned into a comedy or a horror? It was a big mix-up. Okay, so it was yeah, a comedy. Because so I'm trying to bang Doris Day. Okay. As we all, uh, as we but all she were. didn't like me as my regular Who played Doris so. Day in your play? Uh, Amanda DeWinner. So, do you know her? Oh, yeah. Amanda and I go back. Let me tell you. <laughs> Baltimore. Let me tell you. When Amanda and I went out, I was the winner. We- yeah. Yeah. That's why I do podcasts. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, we had a kiss on the uh, on stage, man. We had a kiss. Oh, hot. Wow. Yeah, man. As if. How odd was that? It was odd, but pleasant. Mm-hmm. I loved in uh, Running Man, the movie where Richard Dawson kisses that old lady, and he's like, but no tongue, as he's yeah. going in for the kiss on an old lady. Yeah, apparently that guy was wasted yeah. every day on that show. That. On what? Match Family Game? Feud. On uh, Family Feud. Yeah. Well, I thought it was I Match think... Game. Wasn't it where everybody was wasted on Match Game? Oh, the, oh contestants? yeah. The, the That's contestants. Were you get the impression life high. used to be a lot more fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. as you go a little bit back further the yeah. further you go back oh the 70s had no fucking rules yeah yeah it know. was it was kind of celebrated like this is what we do now oh yeah, yeah. we take pills yeah we drink liquor we're famous and we're millionaires so let's just fucking ruin our lives right. why not we, well like i thought my dad was awesome because he could s- steer the car with his knee roll a joint <laughs> And drink his beer. You know why I thought he was awesome? Because wow. he's, he fucking, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, right? right. he's yeah. fucking awesome. Right? He's King Coleman, man. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember we'd just be barreling down the highway. I'd be like, I have to stop to pee, which is one thing my dad hated to do was stop. Yeah. He'd just fucking finish his beer, hand you the beer. I'm fucking trying not to spill piss all over the floor. And yeah. And then you just chuck, chuck it, out it out the, the window. window, buddy. He's pissing in his Coors Light or whatever. He can. It's- yeah. For the longest time, Coors I saw Coors Light. Where'd you come from, Money Roll? Coors, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what he drank. He hardly even drank. MGD, a little uh, Just Meister when he was bro. driving. Yeah, exactly. 
But he didn't drive that much, so you ever get, he didn't have you, a problem. Did you ever get busted with alcohol underage? Mm-hmm. We got busted one time. We were drunk. A case of beer in the back of the car. The cop pulls us over. He's like, give me the beer. He's like, I get off in an hour. You guys can have it back. Jesus. Meet me at the station. Really? Let us go. Wow. And so for the hour, we're like, do we go back? Is it a trap? Is that, you know, like, <laughs> right. We went back. The dude gave us back our beer, and we fucking the went on and got, wow. got tanked. And that's in Jersey? That was in Jersey, yeah. Right off Route 80 there. All right, you fucking guys. Don't be fucking wise next time, <laughs> huh? He found out who my dad was. Oh, nice. Oh. Okay. No, he didn't. Oh. Oh. My dad was nobody. <laughs> my dad was nobody. Um, my dad was no Mr. Coleman. Let's put it that right. way. For the longest time, I thought the, the visor in a car was where you put your cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> it's only purpose. Growing up full, Sharon. <sighs> yeah. Did your parents smoke, Matt? Of course. Everybody did back then. It was the law. Uh-huh. Yeah, my parents didn't smoke, but we had. they'd leave me in the car, and I'd play at the fucking lighter. And burn straws and stuff while they're in the Safeway or whatever. <laughs> really? But yeah, and then they'd come back like, "You playing with the lighter? No, <laughs> you know, right. just smells of burnt just leather." Burnt. It's <laughs> like how many things are wrong with that story? It's like <laughs> they're left mad the at you. The they're the, the ones that left you in the they fucking left me car. in a car in the parking lot. <laughs> Hundred yes. degrees outside with a with all functioning lighter. Attention, kidnappers. <laughs> Murray's from just up the road from where you are, Mid Atlantic. Like he's in well, he's in Jersey. You're in Baltimore. Well, I was in Maryland first of all. Maryland, not that's about Baltimore. Two hours. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. About two hours. Yeah. So this is the I-95 episode. Yeah, yeah. Of nice. uh, the full charge power hour. Anyone who listened to their last Rose Stories episode might get that joke. <laughs> <laughs> might not even give a fuck. <laughs> Oh man, Maryland. The wire took place in Baltimore. Yeah. You got that right. And that's, this is how all this is how, Breaking Bad and the this Wire. Is how all there we con- go. This is how all conversations go. Right. When I say I'm from Maryland, first people go, Oh, all the way up there, huh? And I go, No, that's Maine. <laughs> <laughs> then part two of the conversation is Baltimore. The wire. No. <laughs> yeah. I go, No, it's like Southern Maryland. It's you know, it's not really near Baltimore. And they just look at me like uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, you seen the wire though? <laughs> I go, yeah, yeah, saw the wire. But it's like almost, it's almost implied. Like, do you have any insight on the wire? <laughs> you got anything? And it's like, no, I saw it just like you. Yeah, exactly right. I did can live in talk? Baltimore for a year. All right, and so if, and if I saw, if I saw the wire before I lived in Baltimore, well, I never would have lived in Baltimore. Sure. All One right. time when Blair Witch was out, that's the only other thing that was like Maryland. Oh, was that Maryland the Blair Witch? But it's so long ago you don't remember. But at the right. time, people knew it. Okay. And uh, somebody, I was on, I was driving on Santa Monica Boulevard, and these, it was like on a Saturday night, and these Mexican kids drove up to me and they go, "Hey, is Blair Witch real?" <laughs> and I go, "Huh? <laughs> no, no, it's not real. It, no, because I knew it wasn't a real. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, Why the fuck did they ask me that?" And it took me about 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, I still have Maryland play. Oh, oh right. yes. That's so funny. The funny part is that they asked me that. The other funny part is that I answered them. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I like the roll up. Yo, is the Outer Banks a good vacation spot? <laughs> oh, God. That's Virginia. Never mind. So, so how far were you from the Virginia border? Close. I was just across some river. Nice. The funny Mason-Dixon part is line. the funny part is I never is traveled. Is that the Mason-Dixon line? Right, right around there? there, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it is right around there. Virginia, Maryland, Maryland Virginia. Is the I'm line? not sure what the Mason-Dixon line is. I know that I know the Civil War line, which was Maryland was north, Virginia was south. Right, yeah. right. But I don't know the Mason-Dixon. Half of Virginia was south and half was north. Right? Isn't that why it became West Virginia? Say that again. 
Wasn't wasn't half Virginia South and half Virginia North? That's why See, it became West again, Virginia. This is this is where my knowledge drops off, even about my home state, because all I did, I never drove anywhere when I lived there. Right. I just kind of like stayed in this like little bubble. And people that know Maryland are like, Southern Maryland, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, I, I grew up in, like, tobacco farming right, right. area. Uh-huh. Like, the thing is, um, there was a Navy base there. Mm-hmm. My dad is from New Jersey. My parents, my mom's right. from Teaneck. My dad's from Closter. Okay. Bergen County. And so they ended up down there. And they're, they're not bumpkins at all. Right. But they live the bumpkin lifestyle right they're like born again bumpkins <laughs> teaneck is where hagen is based yes. um Neck, germany yes. yes what you should know about patrick is he'll know one fact <laughs> about, about your town and area yeah and he's the best at parties because he'll be like oh uh well craig here is from <laughs> bakersfield california he's uh friends with the rock band corn and <laughs> Susan and Michael raise also corn. have a child and raise <laughs> corn. Raise corn. Discuss. And then he discuss. walks away. Bam. And you're yeah, like, like, I think he just nailed the whole conversation. <laughs> right. I don't okay, know where we can go from here. Conversation started. Oh, now where, he actually so, shuts it down. Yeah, so I'm from Jersey, where they film where the Sopranos took place. Like that whole area is mm. where the Sopranos. And took they place. call it the same place as it actually is. Yeah, or like what? Caldwell and and Wayne. Yeah, and all okay. those Places. Right. And you're from the Wire. No. You're from. Um, Didn't I just Breaking say I wasn't? Bad. Well, I'm from Bakersfield, so nothing. I'm going off what Pat Keen said at right. a party yeah. earlier. So yeah, yeah. Oh, very oh, okay, I get it. I get it. Yes, it is. What do they film around in here? Where you, you're from? OC, right? OC. So what do we the, have? We have the, the OC. OC. And, yeah. and Orange County. There's a movie called Orange County. Colin Hanks. Yeah. What? Colin Hanks lives. Colin Hanks lives in this neighborhood. I'm sorry. Oh, Colin Hanks lives in this building. Mission Viejo. Mission Viejo. Oh, you're from Mission Viejo. Yeah. Where do, what yeah. club am I going to when I pass signs for Mission? Brea uh, or Irvine or Ontario? Irvine. You're going Irvine. To Irvine. It's okay. down. It's closer to the Coach House. If you ever okay. they used to do a show there, but uh, they don't do shows anymore. So I kind of live in your old neighborhood. Yeah, you kind of do. Yeah, Coleman lives there now. I Coleman's should start dropping your name. Around. Drop it. Drop it like it's hot. It's uh, <laughs> no because uh, yeah, Santa well, Margarita. You know how many times I drove by. That old show you used to do out there, the the uh, oh Chester drawers, not that there? one, the other the one, Harp Detroit Bar, Dirty yes. Nellies, Dirty, no? Dirty, Dirty Nellies, oh Dirty Nellies, and Coast my, Mesa. My daughter's dance school's right there. Is it really? I, it's called Dirty Nellies. I thought your daughter's Dirty Nellies. Yeah. My daughter's Dirty Nellies. And I kept driving by this place, and I s- suddenly came at it a different direction. Go, wait a fucking minute! Right. I've been here a thousand times. Yeah. And I didn't realize I currently just industrial live the park. From That's it. so funny. Yeah. So you had to drive up on this morning or today to get here from there. Fifty miles one way. Wow. Yeah. Does, does charge give you gas money? No. Like we, ten cents a mile. <laughs> my yeah. wife at all yeah, times. I give out gas money. Yeah. At all, all times since the I'm kid's buying. Been and once born. you see pictures on the walls, that's then you get after gas that. Money. Then we gas know money got starts money. getting doled out. Are really, you gonna you're gonna take your set from tomorrow night's uh, show off the wall? Is that what that is? Hell no. That's been there for months. Listen, yo. is that a set list listen, on your wall? Listen, there needs to be some mystery to all this right. podcast. And you're <laughs> okay. killing it. <laughs> now those are all the ways I can think of to make money, and none of them have worked. <laughs> That's funny. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> How old is Chloe now? She's ten. Ten. Wow. You yeah. have a ten-year-old daughter. I do. Is she in a punk band yet? A what? Punk band yet? No. No. <laughs> she loves the punk rock, though. Yeah. Yeah. She's good. She's good musically. Smart like you kid. Just, you play her the right. Heavy song and she, and you go you like that like Metallica of course all oh, right and she's just like oh yeah 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 didn't miss a beat oh yeah yeah 
My mom used to like Metallica, which really kind of takes That's half the fantastic. fun out of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it wasn't like she turned me on to it. Metal, right. it was like I would play it. your ass, mommy. It was Did like you I talk I'd... about that on stage. That's a good topic. No, because it's not that interesting. I just play it, and she'd be like, "This is pretty good." So it's like, oh, it's like, oh, well, how no. the fuck am I going to rebel against this family? <laughs> right. They're way too cool. I couldn't rebel against I got to get my hair cut and put on a tie. Yeah. That's how yeah. I would have rebelled. That's how I would have rebelled against my Yeah, family. we'd grow our hair out long and they'd be like, that's cool. I'd love to wear a ponytail, son. We're going to yeah. skate all fucking day. Oh, great. Totally cool. I think Outdoor. it's really cool sport. <laughs> you're not, not, not going to wear knee pads, are you, pussy? Because no kid of mine's a pussy. All right? Okay. <laughs> One time, speaking, of, I want to tell this before, maybe it was on your podcast. Uh, One time, me and my brother came home. Just wasted. I was 18. He was 16. I'd already been to college one year. And we both got up in the middle of the night and just fucking yacked our guts out. Right. And the next day, my mom was like, hey, guys, uh, did you go to McDonald's last night or something? Because you both got up in the middle of the night and puked. Did you get food poisoning? Here's, here's a good excuse for you, Matt. Yeah, sure, Do you yeah, want yeah. this excuse I'm making up for you? <laughs> right. I go, no, we were both really drunk. Uh. And my brother's like, fuck you! <laughs> Because I'm like, I've already been back from college, yeah, so I figured I, I could get away with yeah, it, yeah, like, I which I could. And my mom's like, ooh. You know, you could tell she was like, I really liked my version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she God. goes, oh, well, let's not tell your dad about this. Uh, she's, like, oh. drink, she's like, drink until you puke. Guys, oh, come yeah. on. And oh, my brother's yeah. just like, what the fuck is You know, as, as much problems as I have with my mom, and I do, she, I can remember one time where she's like, if my dad knew I was drunk, he would have beat right. the fuck out. Well, that's of me. when she made it. And she didn't tell my dad. She made a judgment <laughs> oh, call. She, you know what yeah. she did? She goes, "The guy got drunk. Who gives a fuck?" Yeah, the guy right. got drunk. <laughs> he dropped the pizza in the middle of the kitchen. He's gonna feel like shit tomorrow. <laughs> right. Let's let him live it's in like, his own yeah. misery. Yeah, it's like I have enough responsibility to tell you not to do that. I also have enough responsibility to save you in this other direction. Right. Right. So whenever I get whenever I get pissed off at my mom these days, I still like all right. Well, she did save you from a a beat down, a beat down when you're sixteen. But she couldn't save you from hunger when that pizza hit the ground. Did you still eat it? Of course. How do you think she she suspected I was drunk when I dropped the pizza? But when I started scooping it off the floor, she's like, "Oh yeah, he's been drinking." And then then you bend over to pick it up, and you fall into it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Like the one guy in Cape Fear when uh, Nick Nolte slips in all the blood in the kitchen in Cape Fear. (laughs) Yeah, that's slips in all the pizza. That's a drunk guy in the pizza. They shot that. They shot that in Maryland, right? Yeah, Cape Fear. That's near you. Cape Fear, Maryland. There you go. (laughs) They shot it in. Cape Fear, North Carolina. <laughs> now, why don't you tell those two stories that you just told us on yeah. stage? You said it's not funny, but they got a nice laugh out of sure. Uh, no, the one of them. Sure. One of them was mine. No, oh, no, the, the, the <laughs> no. You're right. That's a good chunk. Metallica. You can't rebel. You can't rebel in the Fulcheron house. Yeah. She's giving you. Yeah, she's yeah. giving you opportunities. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? I was thinking the same thing when you said when you said I like my version better. That's a good point. Yeah, I like my yeah your your mom stuff. That because that is funny. And it gives the audience an idea who who they're looking at. And if I'm ever, it gives you a point of view and development deals. And if I'm ever, if everyone ever was for those horrible people, yeah, we're having a yo mama joke contest. I have like a really really long one about my own mom, (laughs) 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 and I lose the competition. (laughs) My mom is so my mom was so cool. Listen to this three minute story. I don't think this white white guy gets it. I don't think this white guy gets it. Oh, (laughs) Chris. 
So, uh, right. yeah, it's good to see you guys, man. It's great to see you. <laughs> hey, I, 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 Pat King fin- finally you. wakes up. Did yeah. you set an alarm to go drinking this uh, morning or what? You I guys woke up and you then know, what I woke happened? up and, and then we went and had some Bloody Marys. And, That's uh, awesome. That's uh, the way to do it. It was. It and we're not, let's, let's, we're not recording this at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Pat picked me up at 2, two yeah, hours ago. Two, Here's so the thing. He's dragging You might be sleepy, but you're no longer in pain. That's true. Right? Right. That's the beauty of the hair of the dog. Yeah. But I, what I was trying to say earlier is that's a sad, sad day when you learn that lesson. Mm. And you're the like, hair of the dog? You're like, oh, cool. Now I'm addicted to alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just physically, not mentally. Just right. physically. Man, I heard Hardwick, and I, I used to drink hard with Hardwick, and he told this story on a podcast. Was, so I'm not, was, okay, and I'm so, not telling stories out of school here, but and, go ahead. And, and, you know, answer how you feel comfortable. But Hardwick's always talking about how he was a big drunk. Was he like a big drunk? He was big, and big, too. Like maybe 50 pounds heavier yeah, big. Like right. he was. I remember seeing him at nights at clubs and just like, like he, almost not recognizing. Oh, he can, know. dude. He's if there's anybody that's turned that fucking yeah. oh yeah, he's, he's awesome. Yeah. yeah, he's fantastic. And I forget, I forget what brought that up. It was some drinking thing. I forget. Anyway, I you said drink, you went out with him one night. And, oh, you used to drink heavy. Yeah, what was it? Wow, what was? Oh, just that you're addicted. You let into did the addiction. You, did you used to call him a nerd a lot? No, Is that why he no, drank so much? No, he wasn't a nerd. The guy was on MTV and banging <laughs> supermodels. Yeah, you're such a nerd. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I remember one time... We, Nerds don't usually do the Jim Morrison thing. Either. Yeah, yeah. I remember one time we used to do a show called... The, did you guys do The Gypsy? Yeah. In Westwood? That's where I met Chris Hardwick. Oh, okay. Well, he, his buddy used to run the bar across the street. Yeah. So we used to do The Gypsy, and then we would go over and just... Drink, you know, nine hundred dollars worth of beer and pay five bucks, you know. Just oh yeah, and he could stumble Ooh. home. I had to drive home back to Hollywood, so right. that was rough. But one night we get in there and we're just hammered, and um, the waitress gives my credit card to somebody else, and this is like at one fifty-five. They're closing yeah. in five minutes. It gives my gives me the wrong credit card. Gives my credit card to somebody else, and she's like, "Oh shit, I gave her credit card away. Call your credit card company right now and have them, you know." Cancel. cancel it so they, they bring me to the phone by the by the uh, yeah. doorway and I'm on the phone and they're like last call everybody go and then it gets about five after two last call I gotta get out of here ten after two one of the guys who worked there was hanging out partying there last night that night and he was drunk and he walked up and said you gotta go just as the woman said, you know, Visa, how can I help yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Click. Wow. And hung up the phone on me. I'm like, you asshole. Right. And so it turned into, oh my God. It, like, he got in my face, and, like, three of his friends got in my face, and I turn around to see who's got my back. It's a very drunk Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Blaine Capatch? Oh my god, this is hilarious. <laughs> Wait, those that don't know, he's like, uh, he's he like 75 pounds. 99 pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach Galifianakis. Oh my god. Right. And then Riley Newton. I don't know if you guys know who it uh, was. It was a girl Riley who was Newton's just as drunk. Yeah, yeah. A bunch and of listen. comics are like, yeah, I don't have your back. Yeah, it was like, I might as well have had, well had the marching back. band get my back right. at this one. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know, Riley and Zach? Well, if Zach, was a fight if Zach wasn't face down, yeah. <laughs> what part was that? Oh, that gypsy. That was at that yeah. old uh, Madison bar across from a gypsy. This is the last fight I got into. Wow, what a dickhead! Just hangs up yeah. your call. Yeah, these what a guys, douche. these these bouncers. It's like you have no. He wasn't even a bouncer. He's a bartender who was hanging out there drinking. He wasn't even working that night. Oh, oh God! So being a dickhead. Oh, drunk and we're talking about we're talking about getting drunk and apologizing, man. I remember waking up the next day and having to call Hardwick. Yeah. And I, the conversation was like this. Hello, Chris, it's Murray. Hey. <laughs> I get it kind of remembered. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I don't know what happened, oh, man. Jesus. Yeah. like, don't worry about it. Yeah, alcohol. I have, a, I have a terrible quality in myself, and that is I apologize to people 
before I even do anything wrong. Like, I'll drink too much. Be like, hey, man, you know that thing? I'll get on Facebook and be like, hey, you know that thing 10 minutes, 10 years ago? Fucking, I was out of line, dude. You're all good. And then I'll wake up and regret it. The apology. Yeah, I'm like, man, I should have held on to that. (laughs) I feel so weak. I could have used that. <laughs> what are you working on now, Matt? Oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, are you are you stand up or show uh, ideas or, you know, or you know what's really funny is I think we This podcast enters hour three. Enters hour three as we speak. I, 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 love you. Asleep. I love you with all my heart, but like I really hate that question. I feel like we all hate that question, yeah. but we all give it to each other. Yeah. So what so what's going on? What's what are you up to? Do you, you know what kids in small towns do? I'm sure you probably get this one. So what big things do you have coming up? <laughs> Did you ever right. get that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What sure. big things? They're I like just, drive to a Costco. I, I just start laughing. Big thing? Oh, like, when they ask us. They're like, what big events do you have coming up? Oh. What specials are you taping? What's oh. big? What's going on? What's next for you? And yeah. you just go, I don't know. Just, just trying just to live fucking, my life. Just instead of coming up with these questions, you should have cleaned out your car. You knew you were driving me to the club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting on eight water bottles right now. <laughs> Patrick, what, what do you got going on? What's happening? Yeah, what's what's, what's, what's next for you, buddy? What's I don't next know. for you? I'm thinking about, you know, the mo- still thinking about New York for stand-up reasons. Okay. Really? You know? All yeah, right. just because I think I've hit a ceiling here. And, I know uh, I have again. And I just got a car. I was looking forward to Oh, you to, just got a car? I was looking forward Why to Why don't you fucking come over to my house and do this? I've been driving over to Los Feliz 12 times this last I year. I haven't gotten insurance yet, and it was <laughs> your idea. Now, <laughs> do you drive anywhere with the no insurance? Sometimes. No, no. I just oh. got it like uh, Friday. Oh. And, uh, and I'm not driving anywhere without insurance. Oh, see. That's smart, like, dude. that's responsible. I mean, what the fuck? That's what I did in high school, man. Yeah. I learned that if you just paid your first installment for insurance, they gave you a card that said you had insurance for a year. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just drove without insurance for a year. Right. But I didn't yeah. live in a fucking city where there's 8 million people either, so. Yeah, and insurance was what thirty five dollars a month. Yeah, it was like twelve bucks. <laughs> yeah. oh my God. But for the longest time, I was like, "Man, I'm, I'm first of all, I'm De Niro and Heat. We know right. that much. Yeah, yeah. Second of all, like I was like, well, I don't even have a car. What the fuck am I doing here? Third of all, and this is something I'm still thinking about, by the way. Uh, there's three clubs here. Yeah, two of them are exclusive as fuck, and one of them barely. The one club I'm in at, they which is the Improv. Jamie really likes me, right. but they can only put me up like once a month. Right, they can't put you. Up it's there. like, dude, what am I even doing here? I can't do stand up here. I remember when I when I headlined a couple of weeks ago, they let me put whoever I want on. Yeah, usually they'll let. They'll usually they have to book three, and then you can right. book three. But I have such a good relationship for the same reason. And when and then I say, all right, I'm like, uh, I'm going to put up Matt Fultron. Oh man, yeah, he's great. And then uh, Patrick Keene, love him. <laughs> and the, and the whole, it. yeah, it's so funny. The whole time in the back of my head, then going, "Why don't They're, you book us right, more? They right, are available. Right. Why yeah. don't you book us more? God damn, right, clubs, right. Yeah. And then the other thing, like, I've been pa- I've been past the improv since two thousand and one. Oh, I think me too, actually. Wow, you know, so I got a little bit years. of experience yeah, at the yeah. improv. I've been past the comedy store since two thousand and five. Yeah, ten years. My name is on the fucking wall. Yeah, you get spots. Nothing. No, no. And the booker even fucking likes me. Yeah. But it's just like, it's just not. Meanwhile, when I go to New York, I'm up because I have spent some time two there. Tree nights, oh, two tree chimes a night, right? No. But the point is, like, <laughs> I don't, are you still drunk? Night, are you still huh? drunk? Yes, he's still drunk. Okay. He's going to be drunk all day. <laughs> okay. Let's move forward. All so, right. New York doesn't have two to three times a night. Chimes. You could do that, but my point is, yeah. like, I don't even live there, and I can, I can pretty much get up. Now, that has a lot to do with me visiting. That's another game. Right. But the point is, I was only there for really nine months, and I made. There's that much available that I can call up. If I was to go there for a week, I could be up every night that week. As a visitor. As a visitor. Um, 
But I even realized I got in at like a couple clubs there. When I was there, I was like, ah, this isn't really working out. But mm-hmm. looking back, I was like, oh, dude, I knocked it out of the park. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was it? In 2007. You know? Yeah, you had a nice place. We stayed there one night. That was, nice. that was Tom McCaffrey's oh. place. Oh. <laughs> He's all, uh, no. I did have a really. On your couch. I did have a really cool place, though. It was, it was kind of shitty, but kind of cool at the same yeah, time. You had a nice hallway, right? It was this right? huge loft, and I had like a little room in it. Like for, for Brooklyn, it was fucking huge. Yeah. I mean, granted. My fucking space in it was really small, but still, this place was... we had a washer and dryer in the fucking in the apartment. Nice. Wow. The funny part is, I had to walk through someone else's apartment to get into my apartment. <laughs> Isn't that fucking wild? <laughs> New York's weird that way. Because yeah, I lived like... in New York just before you moved out. Yeah, okay. I lived there for three months, and we lived in a fucking tower. Uh huh. And we had to share our Empire own. State had... Building. We lived in the Empire State Building. <laughs> it cost me twenty five dollars every time I wanted to go up to my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> but the view no, we had to sh- I mean the view, the view The view was worth it But we had to share My roommate was King Kong <laughs> We had to share a, a, a laundry room And if you did your laundry On Saturday Forget it dude That's you, an all yeah. day affair man. Right. New York sucks Yeah it's so crowded New York, It's so crowded that, that cured me Of ever wanting To live in New York It's again. so interesting Like I've talked to A few people That are <clears throat> either From upstate Or from Jersey Or from Philly they're like, no, no desire to live in New my York. Parents, but I would love it. I my, love that. So I loved it when I was young and poor and didn't care about shit. Yeah. That, yes. That's what was weird with me. Is like I went from having my own place to just being crammed in with like other people. And it wasn't like we were in our 20s. We were all in our like 30s, like yeah. late 30s. And yeah. it was just like, yo, this seems like a real regression. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you no. know what I mean? It did. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. But now, but then I came back here and it was funny coming back here because it wasn't coming back to my old life. It was coming back to my new shitty life that had started in New York, which was eh, a moderate amount of things going on, right, right. not knocking it out of the park, and scraping by. And I was like, oh, well, now I'm just scraping by out here. Yeah. But whatever. But I mean, out the, here. The, the idea is not, my, my honest opinion is the idea is not like, oh, where do I live that'll make it all work out? It's fucking, you are where you are, get to work. And if you do want to. Go somewhere like New York, like fucking make some money and go do it. Yeah. I think a big thing is like don't try to save money, try to make money. And mm-hmm. so me going out to New York was a very save money type of thing. I was like, oh, they have this like room for me. It's only 500 bucks. I'll just go out there. Uh, that room was not a room. Yeah. I got fucking swindled by McCaffrey. I, did you see an extra room in that apartment? Oh, that's, he was claiming there was a room. That was a room? Yeah, he's like, he's, yeah, he's like it's a room. It's 450 bucks. I go, all right. You There's like hallway type thing? You got it. That was he's calling that oh. room. You got it. Where I the, got it. I walked in the fucking place. I didn't ask for a picture or anything because I'm like, this is a friend of mine I've known for over a decade. Yeah. Sure. And the cost is five hundred dollars. So I'm like, this guy's got me. I'm picturing my own room. Right, right. Which I would have been I'd still be in New York right now if I had that sure. room. I walk in. And I'm walking through my room because I don't know it's a room. <laughs> it's not a room. It's a fucking hallway. And, he's, and he stops me. He's like, this is your room. He's like, did I describe it properly? And I was like, I seriously like, got sick to my stomach. I was like, oh, fuck. I just gave up my apartment. In L.A. For a hallway on the way to for the I sold For my $450. Car. I sold my car. I don't have a place to live. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my God. Or, I, never heard, or, I never heard this. Or I do have a place to live, but this looks fucking horrible. Right. I went to having a huge one bedroom and just kind of like being like, so, you know, I was in the scene in LA. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, fuck. And then I started going out in New York. I'm like, all right, well, I'll just go out, do some comedy. 
get the shit going. Then I didn't even realize, like, oh, I'm an outsider here. Like, I thought my credits would be... Yeah, yeah that's the one Dude, thing. they hated me even more because I had credits. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, like, the like who the fuck does this guy think he is? He's from L.A. He's no good. They gave him TV credits because he's, like, some fucking piece of garbage out in L.A. that yeah. knows everybody. Well, Pat mentioned he wanted to move to New York on the way over here. Yeah. And, like, my first thought was, like, you're going to start from the bottom, man. You're going to start from the bottom. The like, I, say, I say who cares about that because I feel like even though I've been out in L.A. for 17 years, doing comedy for 17 years, I still feel like I'm kind of at the bottom out here all over again. Sure. Because you just go in and out of style, yeah. Yeah. and you almost might as well be somewhere different because then you don't have that, that feeling of, Oh, um, I can't get up at the club that I used to fucking play all the time. Right. They won't let me in the fucking building. Right. Like, that's devastating to me, to yeah. be quite honest with you. So my podcast takes a much different tone than yours. This is <laughs> no, much no, more. No, no, mine's very heartbreaking also. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, you mentioned, like, you can get four, four gigs a night. I, got, I don't think I that's got booked true. At the, I, I got booked that. at the Improv. And the Ice House on a Friday in 2008, and I'm still talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. It was like, I was, what? I like drove to the Ice House, yeah. did a spot, got my wow. check, got my car, drove to the Improv, did a spot. That wow. was fucking great. And I, I even think I went to the Promenade afterward and I did think a late I've, night spot. I think I've wow. already said it uh, in the past 10 minutes, but that whole like three spots a night thing, that's kind of like a myth. I don't know a whole lot of people that do that. In New York? Yeah. Really? And I think guys like Attel, like... Don't even bother with that shit. Really? They'll, they'll do like two. One, at, one or two, but probably at the same place, like probably at the cellar. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, my friend Gary Goldman says he lives for the cellar. Like he, yeah. he goes on the I road. Yeah, he goes on the road smiling. to develop material for the cellar because it's such a difficult room to get in, and she only has like 60 comics yeah, that dude. she'll put up. Yeah, and if you look at the schedule, it seems like there's only like 20. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? There's because, 60, and then there's the 20 phase. Because it'll be that 20 that's yeah. like hot right now, in her mind, or yeah, whatever, yeah. which they are hot across the board. And if you don't oh, know... Gary is so hot. Gary is hot and tall. <laughs> Drink of water, Coleman. <laughs> but, and then, the, of course, the... the uh, the cellar is, you know, a show every two shows every night, yeah, and they're packed constantly because any given night Louis C.K. or Chris Rock will come in. It's a right. given. One of the, you know, yeah. you're going to see some yeah, big, you don't you're even see top of the line comics. You don't even fuck with the cellar, yeah. Like that's like the last place you get past. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you fuck with the other places they have there. Yeah, it's like don't even don't even bother. Yeah, it's like scratch a lottery ticket instead, man. Yeah, I did. I did so many fucking like weird. That was another thing when I went. Were to New you York. in the cellar? Matt? No, <laughs> no, I was not in the cellar. I did an open mic there in two thousand four mm-hmm. at five in the afternoon. And Louis C.K. Like and Louis C.K. came in and did the open mic in front of yeah, in front of three people. And the funny part was when I was on Last Comic Standing, one of those three people hit me on MySpace. Oh yeah, I was like, dude, I saw you at the cellar. Now you're on fucking last comic. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit, that was you!" <laughs> Man, if I bump my teeth on this microphone one more time, well, <laughs> I've done it like twelve times tonight. The, I'm falling asleep, Pat. Come the, on, uh, the, the last comic standing of America. I mean, that was a good show to be on. I think, right? I mean, because it doesn't hurt anyone's career. A lot of people make fun of it. I like your name. Exposure. I like your version of the title, "Last Comic Standing of America." America. 
Uh, what is it? Like a battle, and that's all that's that was what left. You said, didn't oh. you? Yes. 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 Of America. Uh, last comic standing. Yeah. Like of a, America. Of you America. added of America. Uh, I like America's got one last comic standing. <laughs> well, we do have British listeners, so maybe you're just letting them know. <laughs> Dude, I'm, not, I'm a, not talking about your version. British you listeners. One. It's a great show to be on. The UK. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, people make fun of it, but uh, it helps everybody's career. It's you just, know who makes fun of it? People who it, aren't it, on it. Yeah. Good point. I mean, the guys that have been on it bitch about it, yeah. but they I've know heard. they know like being on it is from their like better than not being yeah. on it because yeah. I can't you're imagine, on TV. Can you imagine being on America's Got Talent where you're going up against not comics, but like jugglers, magicians, these right. I'm terrified. acrobats? Oh, it's crazy. I'm terrified to go on these variety shows. Oh, yeah. You know? I hope I never get a chance to go on it because I'll go on it right. and it'll be miserable. And regret. I got, I got the, I got the, the super secret... Uh, email for America's Got Talent to go to the front of the line the other day. Nice. Yeah. And I hemmed and hawed, and I said, "All right, fuck it, I'm going to do it." And I went on it, and it was I missed it by a day. Oh. <laughs> by hesitating? Yeah, by hesitating. I'm like, do I want to do this? It's pointless. You know There's what? no way I'm going to get at my own show in Vegas. I, I, Wendy I, Liebman did really good. She's a good friend of mine. That's you know, Joe Matarese did really well. That's funny you say that because it's almost better. When you don't have to make a decision like that, even yeah. if it's kind of for the worse, yeah. because it's inter- interesting we're bringing this yeah. all in. Because I, someone wanted to rent this apartment from me um, the past couple of days. They called me up, friend of ours, uh, Shay, Kevin Shay. He lives I, nearby. Yeah, and he was like, "I'll I'll sublet that place from you because I've always been talking about like actually getting back to New York because yeah. I got a place to stay out there." And uh, I was like hemming and hawing all day, like it was killing me. Right. Actually. I'm like, what do I do? What do I fucking do? Because I know I can't make money out in New York. Right. But I know I can't afford this apartment. Right. So I was like, what do I do? And, and it's the same thing I was just talking about. Like, am I going to go back to sleeping on someone's floor? I'd be moving to this place I was just bitching about 10 minutes ago. But it still appealed to me because there's that whole, like, I, I like New York more than you do, I think. Yeah. I used to love New York. Don't let me listen. New York, when you're young and broke like I was yeah. when I first there, it's awesome. Right. But when you're in your 40s, it's depressing. You've got to be rich to live there. Exactly. It's, so, it's no fun. So I was like, fuck it. And I, 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 uh, I texted my hookup that could give me a place to live there. And I was like, uh, and she was like, yeah, my brother lives here, but we can make it work. And I was like, oh, never mind. I was like, not doing it. Hallway. And it was like, <laughs> I was like, that's so great that the decision was made yeah. for me. Uh, that I didn't have to make a decision. All and complications I think that's kind of what's tough about being an American is the idea that you can control your fate. Yeah. So you're always like trying to play a chess game with life. Yeah. And you're always like, oh, I did it wrong. I did it wrong. I did right. it wrong. What's the right move? Like, just fucking, just buckle down just and do your best move, every right? day. Yeah. You know? right. Fuck That's it. it. Yeah. And the, the, the shitty thing about AGT was somebody saw me and gave me the okay. Not like oh, nice. not like some other comments like, hey, I got this from so-and-so. And he said, give this. Oh, yeah. It was like somebody saw me and said, hey, listen. So you were already. And it was one of those, you know, because I got plans for this year with a new album and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. do I want to go in and just like eat it in front of Howard Stern for two minutes? And That's end. the tough part. Like if Stern didn't like you, that would kill me. Yeah, you know. That would kill me yeah. if Stern like, didn't personally, like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A fan of his. But of course you could like give it back to him. Yeah, Ackroyd was on Stern. Oh, how was that? I heard that. I heard great things. 
are great <laughs> things because Stern was like, uh, God, I've always wanted to have you, you know. Yeah. And if because you look at those early '80s films that he was writing, and, and I mean, he did that one with Belushi. He did he did uh, with Chevy Chase. He did Ghostbusters. He did uh, all those neighbors. Movies. Trading Places was Ackroyd. Yeah, yeah, Ackroyd all those movies were supposed to have yeah. John Belushi. Yeah, that's true. But you know, Speedball yeah. and Ackroyd. 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 He was amazing. Wrote. He was the first two seasons pretty much by himself of SNL. Of SNL? Wow. He was the guy. Him oh, and Belushi was were the two guys who really? kept mm-hmm. that thing afloat. Man. No kidding. And they yeah. just lived there. They had bunk beds, and they just did blow and wrote comedy for two years straight. Man. God, that sounds awesome. That is so It funny. does. <laughs> sounds great. Yeah. It does. Well, we were born at the wrong time. <laughs> Hold on. I just want to think about it. Uh, I've done blow for two days in a row. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I wasn't getting... There was on, no success I wasn't on TV it. doing a successful TV show. And I didn't, I didn't have any it. bunk beds. <laughs> <laughs> it was... <laughs> it was sad. Uh, it was no pretty sad. Nobody... No I still got the come down was very coke. sad. Just me and the coke. I'm sleeping get- in a twin bed. I remember one time I tried. I tried writing on coke. I, yeah. Um, oh, I mean, can you, you just because I was going to write a spec. I was, you just I was, wrote right off the page. I was, right starting, the table. I was starting to write television a lot. <laughs> and no, I, I'm just kept going until it was straight. <laughs> I remember I bought. I bought. I, it must not have been an eight ball, but it was whatever you could buy. Sure. That wasn't an eight ball. That was enough. Yeah. And the cop found it, and he's like, "You can pick it up at the station." Yeah. yeah. And after, an after you spin it, finish your friend spec. Uh, <laughs> he's like, "Oh, I, there's nothing left. Sorry." And I started doing it, and I started writing, and I did a little more, and then I did a little more, and I just called my friends. And I said, "Hey, I got all this coke. You want to come over?" <laughs> I didn't get any writing done. Help me write. Up. We stayed up till the sun came up doing coke. I'm like, all right, that doesn't path doesn't work for me. Yeah, just talking, <laughs> just talking about. Uh, the, yeah, it's just better about the things I want to write and never did that night. Okay, it's, what about this? All right, then I'm gonna write this. Okay, it's it's better when that path doesn't turn out. Yeah, right. If, if you would have, oh, yeah. the next day, if you had been like. This is. They would have been like, "This is fucking brilliant." Yeah, you'd be a cokehead for the next oh, ten right. to fifteen. I'd years. be dead. I would right. be. I would yeah. be in this. It'd be. It'd be Dumbo's goddamn feather. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You would need that coke with everything you did for the rest of your life, man. That's why I'm looking forward to hitting it when I'm fifty. Yeah, because <laughs> if I would have hit it when I was twenty, dude, I would have been dead. Yeah. at twenty six. Yeah. Dumbo's feather. That's the best <laughs> that's metaphor ever. <laughs> a lot of people get hooked on drugs that way. Oh yeah, man. A lot of people drink for that reason. I don't know any of them. Uh, <sighs> that whole drinking, uh, drinking writers thing, drinking comic thing, yeah. self destruction. It's right. great when you're successful. It's not great when you self destruct and nobody knows who you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Local heroes. Well, yeah, man. Hey, you guys want to go see Mike play at the fucking bar again? Isn't that funny? Like, at least we all moved to L.A. Like, you imagine like thinking you're a big like writer or something, just like in Pittsburgh or whatever. Yeah, I got those friends. Like, not realizing there's like. Billions and billions of people uh-huh. that are your competition. Oh. Right. I, I remember saying, as the Wu Tang says, your hometown had you gassed, <laughs> <laughs> or your whack town had you gassed. I remember sitting in a casino in the middle of the nowhere after doing a show. Me and the other comic were at the bar, and there was like an Eagles cover band up yeah, there, just and they shredding, were just old, and and I, I just I, taking it easy. They're just taking it easy, buddy. <laughs> He's taking it easy. Damn, this guy, huh? Yeah, it's on fire. Love it. Love and, it. I, I le- and I leaned in my butt of the other comic. I'm like. You know these guys had dreams at one time. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "You know we're playing. now they got mortgages." And he said, "You know we're playing the same casino." <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> oh god. Dude. Let's get another round, dude. Oh. <laughs> let's, take it let's, let's go. Let's let's chant Desperado. Hey, and hey get Murray, another round. you can check out anytime you want, <laughs> but you can never, never leave. leave. Never leave. <laughs> yeah, my buddy in corn. <laughs> We went to see Rat at this place called The Galaxy. 
Uh-huh. Here in it's, town? It's in Huntington. Okay. I, th- yeah, I think it's Huntington. And I'm there, we're there with uh, a couple other Bakersfield bands that kind of had a small thing going. <laughs> yeah. And Clawhammer? No, I can't, I can't even remember this other I band. I think they're from Bakersfield. They had one hit, and it was actually a cover. It was a, a Joy Division cover, Blue Monday. Orgy. Right. Orgy, yeah. yeah. Right. So we're with those guys. Oh, the wife's gone. It was, and, a, it was um, actually New Order. And we were watching Rat, and it's in a small theater, you know, and I go, yeah. I go, fucking Rat, huh? I go, they're <laughs> here at this place, and James just looks at me and goes, uh, 10 years, bro. <laughs> You're going to see me here. And I just started rolling. <laughs> oh, my God. And he goes, seriously? Yeah. Because I'm not even fucking kidding, dude. Right. It's going to be state fairs and shit yeah. like this. <laughs> Live it up. And I this, go, hey, that's cool. At least you know. Yeah. I read this in LA Weekly, and I don't know if it's true, but it's always blown my mind. I, I think it must be true if, if it was in LA Weekly. <laughs> There's a rat cover band called Rat and Roll. Uh huh. Rat and Roll and Rat both played at the House of Blues the same week. But Rat and Roll sold the sold place out. out. Get out. Oh, Isn't really? that crazy? And I it got, almost makes sense. It's like I gotta source that because this it's the same appeal. Yeah, going to see Rat is always going to be a goof at this point. Sure, right. for most people. So and so, if you're going to go right. see the goof, go see the fucking people that are goofing Fuck on yeah. it. Yeah, and then goof on it and have a good It'll time. Be even better. And let's face it, Rat was only the lead singer after a while, anyways. I yes. think. So well, that's go, the band. I, I think saw more people from singer. Rat Piercing. were in Rat and Roll. Right. <laughs> they had the bass player and the drummer. Piercy. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't think so. Piercy. What was his first name? Steven. Burl. Steven Piercy. Burl Piercy. You have the best quote, Fultron, of this what? whole business where you were. I think it's the title of your album, right? Where people come up to, hey, man, you're up. Oh, this is a part of the job I hate. Hey, I hate. This, this is the part of the what job What is the origin of that? It's uh, every action movie when somebody's about to go do something they don't oh. want to do, they go, this is the part of the job. <laughs> <laughs> and I found myself saying that to myself. Right. And But I... I, I Remember thinking it was very funny because the other voice in my head would go, this is the only part of the job, <laughs> stupid. Or it's the only actual right. part where you're on the clock. Yeah. Because well, there's a lot that goes with it, but it's not actually the job. So I always thought that was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Just a little joke I have with myself. Oh, it's funny. Which <laughs> most of my jokes only appeal to well, me. Coaches, <laughs> coaches have to... Uh, do that when they have to cut someone from the team. That's the part. Yeah, exactly. Of the job I hate, like you know? this is the part. But saying like the entire job is the part of the job I hate. Right. I think is it's so of, funny. I, that's what makes <laughs> it hilarious. It. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> the actual getting on the microphone. Because, and another part of that is like a lot. Even though being a stand up is a lot of work, because you have to run your own business. Yeah. A lot of it's just like sitting. A lot of it's like writing. Which is like way more fun. You're just right. sitting there fucking around in your notebook. Oh, this would be funny. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. And a lot of it's just meeting fucking Dave Waite at the coffee shop. Right. Yeah. You know By the way, I mean? I've never had that experience writing jokes in my notebook. Never. Oh, this is going to be awesome. No, it's usually like scribbling, like yeah. drawing dildos. I, honestly, <laughs> you want to know my honest opinion? Every time I write something, it's because like, whoa, it hit me that it was really funny. Yeah. I put it in my voice recorder. I write it down. I'm like, that's really fucking funny. Now, the part of the job I hate trying to convince other people that it's to awesome. have the That's same fun. feeling. Yeah. And so I saw the Woody Allen documentary. He talks about like, dude, the writing is fucking amazing. There's no one there to tell you it's not good. You right. just sit there. You get it down. It's fucking – actually, it's actually a fun part of the process. And then turning the cameras on. Yeah. That's the motherfucker. It's fine. I have a similar thing I say to myself all the time, and it's a running joke between me and John Vargas, but I say it legitimately just about before every show. Why do I do this to myself? Yeah. Bill Burr's album. He had an album. Why do I do this? Oh, is that, that a Burr like, album? Your instincts are to not do it. 
Yeah, like your instincts are to like run the fuck out of the room. Yeah, yeah. sure, right? Why do I, like I'll, I'll be driving to Brea, stuck in traffic for a, like a Tuesday night show. I know twenty people are gonna Ugh. be like, "Why do I do this to myself?" I I'll think it goes further than headline Melrose. You fucking stress out. Why do I do this? I think to it myself? goes further than humiliation. I think it goes like you never want to single yourself out in front of a crowd, as far as survival instincts are concerned, mm-hmm. because you're going to be the one that's going to get killed. You know, it's a different version of getting killed. Yeah. You're singling yourself out, and your body goes, no fucking way. <laughs> you stay in the group, yeah, <laughs> and you don't. Strength in numbers. And your chances of getting killed are way less. The weak guy over there is going to get it. Yeah, you, instead of aiming at you, no one's looking at you with their eyeballs yeah, yeah. to judge you. It's the same thing. That makes and sense. And I think your instinct is deeper than humiliation. I think it's don't get killed. Yeah. Don't go up there. Yeah. Because it's very irrational. You've done it a million times. you survived every beating. Yeah, yeah. You're about to go do, so even when you're about to do like a fun show, yeah. like a TV taping where the people are getting paid to laugh, right? <laughs> you're still like, I don't want to fucking go out. Uh, what is this? <laughs> Why do I do this to myself? Yeah. Where can people find you? I'm at thefullcharge.com. Dude's <laughs> like, I'm, Part three. For, I'm like for a nap, yo. Part I'm three. For right. a nap. He's let's, like, are we wrapping this? We're almost done. Let's call Wendell. Let's get, let's fucking let's get a, hor- a horrible movie. We did way more than I thought we were going to do. Oh, cool. We're that's at, good. We're we at 46. Have, we have plenty of content. Yeah, we that's still, good. Pat and I still have a, like two hours to kill. Well, no, I have to. I'm going to go. I got to get in a bed. No, no, I got to get better. We're going to snap on your couch. It's a big day for Wendell. What is it? Oscars. Oh, are they Dude, tonight? I went to some fucking fat Oscar parties this year. You did already? Like major celebs. But yeah. it's tonight. Uh, pre, pre, uh, Pre-Oscar parties. Did you get a gift basket? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What up? Oh, we're still recording? Yo. Yeah, well, what's up? How's your pre-Oscar party did going? We just, did we just call Pat King? <laughs> My pre-Oscar party? Uh, it's going good. I was taking a nap on the couch. <laughs> were you hanging with Pat Keen last night? <laughs> <laughs> was that what? Were, were you hanging with Patrick Nay last night? <laughs> You're no. not going to get any of these jokes, by the way. We've been podcasting for an hour and a half. So all the callbacks you won't get. Neither will the people who didn't listen to my episode, my first half. That's true. No, I wasn't hanging with the Pat Keen. Uh, I was just drinking some beers and uh, relaxing. <laughs> Do you remember Pat Keen? Remember when you gave uh, that, remember when you gave that review of the Liberace movie and you kept talking about how they lived in the hot tub? Do you remember that, Patrick? Yeah, yeah. They lived, yeah, I do remember that. And you coined the phrase "super fucking gay." I do remember that. You were like, I'm not homophobic, but it was super fucking gay. <laughs> there was like yeah. five hot tub scenes. Dan Aykroyd was in that as well. Yeah. Not in the hot tub. Right. He, was yeah. in that, he was in that movie? He was the manager of LeBrach. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. He's great. Okay. It was, was Tom Papa. That's right. Papa was So, so uh, I guess you don't have a movie review. since. <laughs> do you? Can you no, review the dream you were just having? Yesterday. <laughs> can, can you re- review the dream you were just having? What? Can you review the dream you were just having? The dream I was just having—I I wasn't having the dream. Uh, oh my god! Holy crap! <laughs> I felt was, bad uh, earlier, but not now. I was watching all some some of the previous episodes of uh, Real Time with Bill Maher that I had recorded. I haven't watched it, and I fell asleep. So, how many ice cream trucks do you give that Real Time? Uh, I give it five. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, great show. Were there any hot tub scenes? No, unfortunately, no. Uh, I was just watching an old episode where he uh, interviewed Catherine Bigelow. What time are the Oscars? 
What time was I? I believe it started eight. Uh, let me take a eight five eight our time or five. Yeah, five, isn't five it like time. how come how come we don't just look at the internet if they're held in the East Coast? No, it's live. Yeah, everything is everything is geared towards the East Coast. They start at five thirty our time. Uh, hold on. So when something happens, I'm, I'm confused. So, so I don't have any more questions for you. Okay. Uh, that's unfortunate. Well, what do you want to talk about? <coughs> uh, well, I mean, I'm going to be watching Oscars. Are you going to be watching Oscars to see if our bunch of bets come true? Well, the real categories don't start till like 10, right? Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm assuming everyone that's nominated <laughs> assumes that they're in a real category. <laughs> you might not like this is fucking theory. painful. <laughs> okay. You didn't... Dude, you're, you're making Patrick Keane look like no, he did a thing hold of blow. On, hold on. Just so you guys know, we did all this Oscar talk yesterday, so I have no more questions oh, left okay. for him, and he has nothing left to say. All right. You... And so we're both kind of bailing on this conversation. So you haven't seen any movies? No, he hasn't seen anything. Really, dude? No, he hasn't I, even... I reviewed a movie yesterday. What? I haven't seen a movie in the last 12 hours. What movie did you review yesterday? Uh, Birdman. Oh, right. It's great, right? He liked it. I only watched 10 minutes of it and was like, Jesus is it Christ. Good? Is it good or do I... Do I living in L.A., Watch I feel it. like I'm afraid... No, it's... I've seen it. It looks I've seen it, and I'm afraid great. not oh. to like it. Living in L.A., I'm like, people are going to beat me up. No, I don't like fuck them. I've heard a lot of people say they don't you like it. You can shit on really? all kinds yeah. of things. But I've I learned. liked it. I liked it, and I loved uh, Zach, of course, and... Uh, I, no, I loved it, yeah. I Skinny it Zach's out. Galifianakis was great. Skinny yeah, was Zach. Great. Sober Zach. He could have fought. He could have saved Murray's ass. So you're not going to get that one. All right, buddy. I mean, you know, I agree with I agree with Colin yesterday. I mean, I, I know he asked me uh, what I thought about the ending, and I don't like talking about the ending of the movies because I don't want to be a spoiler. But okay, yeah, yeah. You know, Craig hasn't seen it, so I haven't it, finished it. But it's super fucking gay. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're no, in the hot tub. Liberace. <laughs> There's no hot tub. Ed Norton's sitting on his lap. I guess I should have went to see Hot Tub Time Machine too. I think I'd open this weekend. Right? Yeah. So no Cusack. No Cusack. No Wusack. Yeah, I don't. Want, why didn't he do the sequel? Probably because it's awful and it's going to be you know. Just Same reason, fucking Patrick money. Swayze didn't do Dirty Dancing too. He died. Well, yeah, well. yeah, Cusack couldn't say he didn't do it because it didn't have credibility. <laughs> He's been in plenty of fucking movies yeah. that were dog shit. Yeah, I'm been. trying to get Wendell to do my no Swayze, no Wazy joke. Well, you know, I thought about it. I was like, <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do here, guys. Are you setting me up for that? Like, I mean, there he is. Yeah, I, mean, I just pitched you the biggest softball of all time. It's great. <laughs> all right. I think you know, I mean, I, we're all fucking exhausted, and we can tell you are, too. So we're going to get going. You're exhausted? Oh, wait, yeah. Were you supposed to call me like an hour and a half ago? Yeah. That's why we, we're exhausted. We said everything we could possibly think of, and now we all want to go to bed. Mm. You're always one step uh, ahead of us, Wendell. Oh, man. I want to. I mean, you should have been taking a nap on the couch like I was. What I'm trying to do is get off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got you. I got Wendell, you. you can find me at, <laughs> at citizenkeen.com. Wendell, what, uh, what, what's next for you? What do you got big going on? <laughs> Hold on. Murray wants, to, Murray wants to ask you something. What's next for you, right. buddy? What do, what do you got going on big next? What do I have going on next? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm going to go to bed tonight. I'm working on. Uh, I'm working next week. Good. good. And when is your uh, next big nap, Wendell? When is that happening? When is my what? 
This I is, didn't hear you. This is like having a conversation with my dead 95-year-old grandma. That reminds me. i got to call my parents. No, I, I, got, I got a couple days of work coming up next week. Uh, Me. Nothing, you know, uh, I think it's Jurassic Park 5 that we're shooting. Are you serious? No, you're fucking with us, right? No, I'm just fucking with you. I wouldn't be surprised no. that they were like, you know what? We haven't even put the reboot out, but uh, let's just start working on number six and seven. Let us know when you're in no, LA again. No, it's probably the uh, music video or something next week. I don't even know. That was exciting. Okay. Uh, hopefully, hopefully Matt will be the uh, the site rep, and uh, I get to hang out with him. All right, all right, all right. Wendell. Wait, where's it at? <laughs> no, I'm uh, just kidding. That was a whole other conversation. All right, Wendell. Bank, I think. All right, Wendell. Thanks for calling us with the phrase that pays. <laughs> we gotta go, phrase buddy. Phrase. Later, buddy. Oh, no swayzy, God, no God bless. All right, later. Okay, we really did it wow. this week. We folks. did it. Dude. I mean, we it wasn't it. easy. Oh, man, it was. We're all tired. Big old marathon. <laughs> a lot we of caught a second win there. We did. I, I was really only going to do like a ten minute podcast. Right, right. What do you do? Forty five. Fifty four. There you go, guys. Um, you can catch Murray Valeriano where at Murray V on Twitter, MurrayValeriano and the Road Stories podcast is at RoadStories.tv. New site. New site. And Got a new site up. Pat Keen. Oh boy! At Citizen Keen is a Twitter handle, and then Keen Citizen Keen dot com is a website or something like that. We're being, we're being invaded by nine year old girls. Yeah. Craig is at uh, at Team Coleman seventy six, and I'm that. at the Full Charge, and I have a podcast called the Full Charge Power Hour. Please listen to it. Peace. Word. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, canceled flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great, a bachelorette, drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon.